and welcome to our show, Dreams, Passion, and Your Hong Kong Story. Every time on the show, we bring before you people from different walks of life who have pursued their passion and found great success in Hong Kong. Today, we have with us on our show an amazingly passionate, dedicated dance professional and entrepreneur, Glenda Allen. Welcome, Glenda, to Thank our show. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's lovely to be here. <laughs> Glenda runs a dynamic dance institution in Hong Kong by the name of Glenda Allen Dance Academy. Her academy teaches different forms of dance to the kids. That includes ballet, tap, contemporary, hip-hop, and also runs a musical theatrical production. Glenda herself was a dancer, uh, a very famous ballet dancer. She started her career in Australian ballet company and worked with them for several years. She toured many different countries with them. And unfortunately, on one such tour, she had a knee injury. But then that would not stop Glenda from actually giving up on dance. She decided to pivot and become a dance teacher and spread the joy of learning dance to all the younger active dance seekers. Welcome to our show and tell us how long have you been in Hong Kong now? Um, I've been here now, this is my 26th year. Wow. So I was here originally in 81 and 82, again in 86 and 87 and then I came back in 1994 and that's been my longest stretch. So. And when did you decide to uh, build a dance school? It was when I came back in 1994, um, I was working for The Economist mm -hmm. because um, I'd been offered a contract to teach for another local school, um, but I wasn't going to get Sundays off, so I decided I needed to do something else. Okay. <laughs> so um, I worked for The Economist for a while, and then I had a girlfriend who lived here in Red Hill Peninsula, mm -hmm. and she was from Denmark, and they're very straightforward I love those I love the Danes <laughs> and she said you know Glenda there's a studio out here and if you don't open something up you're crazy so that's how I came to start my dance school I started on a Saturday morning mm -hmm. and then I got approached by some parents from the Hong Kong International School to start a dance program there and then that's what I've been doing for the last 25 years Wow and how did you make it so prominent I mean tell us a little bit more about your journey I started off, you know, just putting leaflets under the doors and in letter boxes because uh -huh. in those days you, were, you didn't have so many security guards on the buildings. Absolutely. And just sort of building, it was all, it's all spread word of mouth. It's, I've never put advertisements in the paper. It's just been, you know, some parents, they bring their child, they tell their friends and that's how it's built up. So over wow. the years, it's been lovely. <laughs> and so um, how do you differentiate your dance school from there are so many other dance schools in Hong Kong. So how do you differentiate yourself? I think I try and keep it very personal. Mm -hmm. um, all the other dance schools, they have their own niche or you know, the way they do things. And so we, I think we all bring something to the table. What I like to do though, I've never grown too big um, in as much as it's very important for me the personal relationships that I know the families I know the children because really they're my extended family. Yeah, you know I even know the names of some of the 
children's dogs. <laughs> so I've kept it, tried to keep it very personal so I know that the children I'm teaching just not, you know, a big business and yeah. you don't really know the children. You just have teachers teaching for you. So, uh, so you grew up in Australia. You mm -hmm. started your early career in Australia. Mm -hmm. What actually brought you to Hong Kong? And then well, how did you decide to make a Hong Kong as a base for the rest of your professional career? When I first came to Hong Kong, I had been injured with the company in the Australian Ballet Company and I'd had a few years sort of trying to recover and then working for other companies in Europe. And then it was just a chance meeting with someone and they said, well, you should come to Hong Kong. And so I did. I jumped on a plane. I approached the Hong Kong Ballet Company and they said, come and work with us. So, yeah. And then, you know, through other schools and with City, City Contemporary Dance Company. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was married and then I went away to the Middle East and then I came back <laughs> and just I've always come back to Hong to Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah, there's it's always it pulled gets you in back. your blood. Yeah, wow. definitely. How do you find Hong Kong for your professional journey? How is it uh, um, running your dance school in Hong Kong? Oh, I love it. I love like for instance now, you know, because of what's happening in Hong Kong and the schools are closed, I'm missing the children terribly. <laughs> I can't wait to get back into teaching and seeing the children on a daily basis. So um. so you were a dance professional yourself mm -hmm. and then you pivoted and decided to become a dance teacher. Mm -hmm. But teaching dance is a very different skill from mm. actually being a very good dancer yourself. Oh, yes. yeah. And well I can say that for sure because I myself love to do Bollywood dancing. Mm -hmm. So I, I always admire people who have been great professional and then they pivot to become a teacher. Mm -hmm. But then you built this big institute and you have like so many you know centers running mm. so what well, how do you ensure the professionalism in your center I mean uh, how do you ensure that the best quality of the dancers are there or like the vision that you have in your mind mm -hmm. is what is being taught to the kids well I hire very good teachers who are mainly from Australia or the Philippines who have a love of dance love of music um, but really a love of the art form, but also that they've all been on stage. Okay. They've been a professional dancer because dancing is not something you can learn from a textbook, as you know. Totally. Yeah, you have to have that training. And then for me, with our productions that we do, it's really you had to have the experience of dancing on stage and how to project to an audience to get your the message across or the story across of what you're doing yeah it's not just about technique it's yeah. about the story yeah you can be the greatest technician in the world but if you don't have what's in here and how to get it out to the audience so you make sure everyone who comes in has mm. does all the prerequisites that yes. you have for them yes okay going back to that the second thing that comes to my mind is your musical theatrical production mm -hmm. can you tell us a bit about that you call it triple threat I heard the right? triple threat yes it's singing dancing and acting and this is huge in Australia this is how what I grew up on we used to call it theatrical in those days uh -huh. so you would go like your whole my whole childhood was at the dance studio Saturdays wow. and Sundays wow. all all day you would learn not only your ballet and your tap and your jazz but you would learn to sing and how to act so that's what musical theatre is. And the how do you make sure that that comes out the way you learned it it comes out in a, in a similar or even more dynamic form in Hong Kong I mean how do you make sure because I know that you work very closely with HKIS mm. so the, the schools help you to kind of put up uh, the production around it? The schools help um, in as much as giving us the venues which we rent of course from uh -huh. them um, and allowing us to, when I started the dance program at the Hong Kong International School, now in its 25th year, it's 
having the support of the school to be able to do your productions, to have the rehearsals, that's the most important thing. Yes. Um, and also to know that they're encouraging the children in the arts form. Mm -hmm. They're just very fully supportive of us. What are some of the challenges that you faced while growing this business? And you continue to, let's say, face while running the business. Well, four years ago, four or five years ago, um, one of the big problems here in Hong Kong, and I think most probably in the rest of the world, in the arts world, is getting a theatre, okay. doing a booking. Yeah. So here in Hong Kong, it's usually a year and a half to two years that you have to apply wow. for a theatre. So in 2015, which was a very... Every year is a special year for my dance academy, but in 2015, it was my 20th anniversary of the school, wow. so, you know, big things were planned. Um, unfortunately, there was a hiccup with the theatre booking that we thought was all good to go, oh, and no. eight months beforehand, we were told, oh, we've made a mistake, it's been double booked. So there was a mad dash to try and find another venue, but which we did. Um, and everything worked out in the end, but that was a, a big headache. So getting the theatre venue is one of the things. Mm, wow. Always you have to plan in advance. You have to book it in advance of at least one and a half to two years. So. Uh, my daughter attends the Glenda yes, Allen Dance Academy <laughs> and she absolutely loves it. Thank you. Me and my husband are always in the audience watching her perform, feel so good about it. And then when we see you, mm -hmm. we just can't help admiring the work that you put oh, together. Thank you. And the question that has always come to my mind as a parent and I'm sure it comes to the mind of many of the parents out there and who must be in our audience today and who would like to hear from you is your school teaches different dance forms uh, mm -hmm. a lot of our kids are learning different dance forms and musical theater in your academy at the end of the year you do this amazing concert and mm -hmm. every child gets to perform mm -hmm. so the question that comes to my mind always is like what do you do to make sure the scheduling and the logistics mm -hmm. you know of not just the kids and the dancers, but also the, t the technical team and everything, kind mm -hmm. of how do you ensure that they seamlessly fit into the puzzle and you do your best job on that day? Well, it takes a lot of planning. <laughs> we start planning at least six months in advance. Mm -hmm. um, I start choosing the music, doing the costume designs. You've got to set up timelines because You've seen the, it's, it's not just one show, it's yep. four different shows, yes. yeah, because all the children can't fit into one show, otherwise we'd be there for eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> so it's, it's all advanced planning and getting the teachers on board and then, you know, putting it into sections as you do with a timeline and just sticking to it, yeah. Wow. And not getting very much sleep. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine because that's a lot of follow-up. Mm, well, is, I do remember yeah. getting a lot of follow-up on, on us. Mm. Like you're also following up with the parents yeah. on so many things. Mm. My other question now, you've been in Hong Kong for so many years. So how has Hong Kong been for your personal journey, for your family life, for your personal life? It's gone so quickly. <laughs> I mean, my children were born here. I have two children. They've both been born here. They're now mm -hmm. studying in Europe. Unfortunately for me and my husband, we're empty nesters um, and we miss them dreadfully. But I think it's been great for the kids. There's always pros and cons wherever you live. Yeah. Yes. On the, the pro side is that it's an international city. Um, it's very safe, mm -hmm. which has been great for them. Um, but does it prepare them for the real world, perhaps? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, you know... <laughs> You mean to say it's too safe? Yeah, too safe. And they get lulled into this false sense of security. But, but you're glad about that while you live in the city, oh, aren't you? Oh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. But, um, no, I mean, it's been, it's been an incredible journey. And 
I wouldn't have had it any other way. Wow, <laughs> that's nice to hear. And what is next for you, Glenda? <laughs> Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Oh, I hope to still teaching. <laughs> still teaching and still just teaching. loving what I do. I mean, I love what I do. I think that's, it, it, it's like anything in life. If you find your passion, it, it's, not, it's not work at all. I wake up and I can't wait to get to the school. I can't wait to see the children. And oh, that's, that's very lovely. nice. So nice. So are you ready for a rapid fire question round? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's getting to know Glenda's Hong Kong story in a bit more fun way. Okay. All right, Glenda. <laughs> question number one. All right. Your favorite fun activity in Hong Kong with friends and family? Uh, playing board games. Ooh, what board game? A Pictionary oh. <laughs> and Uno. I love Uno. Wow. Your favorite <laughs> casual dining place in Hong Kong? Uh, most probably any dim sum restaurant. Wow. Mm. I hear that from so many oh, people. Gosh, I love it. Yeah. And you have any particular one favorite that you go to or? No. <laughs> yeah, you like so many in Hong I Kong. I love so many. Yeah, I like trying things new. And your formal, favorite formal dining choice in Hong Kong? Mandarin. <laughs> Mandarin? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mandarin yeah. has some really good mm -hmm. restaurants. Yeah. Your favorite cultural activity in Hong Kong? Well, I love going to Chinese opera. Opera? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. very unique. They're very unique. Yes. Yeah, how do you different. find them different from the other operas? Very different. Yeah. I mean, just. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> no, you're a, dance, you're a dance expert, so maybe you can throw some light to our audience for our audience. Uh, I just, I like the movement that you see in it. It's very different dancing. Um, of course, the singing and the music is totally different, the instruments they use. So yeah. I, I like the brightness of the, the colors of the costumes. And Wow. And your favorite way to wind down in Hong Kong? Uh, reading a book sitting by the ocean, being an Australian, I have to be close to water, taking my three dogs for walks, wow. love my animals. <laughs> so three words or sentence that describes your life in Hong Kong? Busy, <laughs> busy and fascinating. Okay. I hope that helps, sorry. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's always very busy. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a Hong Konger, what are you most proud about? I think the people usually don't complain uh, they just get on with things um, not in recent times but I understand where they're coming from and mm -hmm. so I think it's the can-do approach just let's just do it very nice what would you tell the business leaders around the world if you were to meet them why should they engage with Hong Kong because there's nowhere else like Hong Kong really in what way if you're prepared to work hard there's so many opportunities and it's it's really you just have to find where that opportunity is and go for it. Um, I think it's very easy to do business here. Mm -hmm. It's one of the financial hubs of the world, still is, and um, very easy to get around. The infrastructure, transport is very, very, it's excellent. And I just think it's a great place. And if you enjoy eating, come here. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you tell the seven billion people of the world? Why should they visit Hong Kong? Because there's nowhere else. Again, like it on earth. I mean, Maybe. you have the mountains. When my brother came a few years ago, he couldn't get over how mm -hmm. green it was. Everybody thinks it's a concrete jungle. Yes. And yes, of course it is in certain parts, yes, of course. Totally. But there's so many beautiful areas of Hong Kong and yeah. the coastline. So come to Hong Kong. <laughs> well, thank you, you won't so be much. disappointed, <laughs> as you know. Thank you so much You're for coming welcome. on the thank show. Thank you so much for inviting yeah. me. It's been lovely. Yeah, thank you so much. So stay tuned for our next episode on dreams, passion in your Hong Kong story, where we bring you another fascinating story from Hong Kong.